0: Hello, my friends. Welcome to the Northfield Podcast, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Your host for the Northfield Podcast is me, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of this broadcast today. Sit back and relax, and let's dive in together. Hello my friends, welcome to the Northfield Podcast. I am your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to listen to the broadcast today. All right guys, so fall is officially here. Like we're, we're almost to October. Woo, cooler weather just around the corner. Like get yourself something amazing from Outpost Coffee. You will not regret it. Uh, they have incredible lattes, fancy drinks. If you don't like that stuff, just get the regular house drip. Their coffee is fantastic. Check these guys out at outpostcoffeeco.com. Man, the world's nuts. And every day it seems to be weirder and weirder and there's something that just comes down the pike and you're like, <laughs> "Where did that come from? How do we how do we get go that direction?" And this is what I would say. This is we' we're, we're seeing days, you know the scripture says in the last days there are there'll come difficult times. like listen, we're not in difficult like difficult times aren't coming. they're here. like we're in the midst of difficult times right now. and this is why I believe that having yourself embedded in a church is so important. Being a part of a community where you have brothers and sisters where you can pray with, counsel with, Talk to, um, do life with. It's going to be important, and we we need each other. And the enemy has got this deceptive net that is being cast over Christendom today. That that Christians think, oh, I don't need the church. Uh, I don't need to be a part of a church. I don't need to be a part of a fellowship. I just you know, it's me, just me and Jesus. And that's not anywhere in the text. It's not taught. In the text, what is taught is that we need to be a part of a community and we need to be engrafted into that community. And like, think of that word engrafted. Engrafted means to be fused together with one another, sharing one another's burdens. In fact, that's the idea that's, that's laid out in Galatians chapter 6 verse 2. Bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. Like, the idea here is, you know, in context is if someone's caught in sin, like, that's the biggest thing. You're like I, you know, I'm not worried about government takeover. I'm not concerned about the vaccine. I'm just not. What I'm concerned about is that we as believers are going to get caught up in sin, and we're going to be caught up in um, in transgressions, and not making war on sin. Uh, we we are called by God to murder sin. We're called by God to take out our sin in our own lives, and. If we were as we were as active in engaging our own sinfulness and doing battle and making war on our own sinfulness as we are right now about not getting the vaccine, man I think our churches would be on fire for the gospel and I know that that is not a popular stance probably right now because everybody you know everybody's wanting to take up the mantra of this of this thing in in culture uh, uh you know i'm not getting you know here's the deal. i'm not getting the vaccine that's just me personally but man i'm not that concerned what you want to get it get it if you don't want it that okay i'm much more concerned about your spirituality i'm much more concerned about your focus on the bible i'm much more concerned about us living holy and righteous lives than we are uh, about the government like let me just tell you something america will fall And guess what? The kingdom of God will still continue. Like I, man, I'm a patriot. I love my country, but here's the deal. This country will not last forever. But what will last forever? The kingdom of God. The kingdom of God will be the thing that will matter at the end of the day. And in 10,000 years, it's going to be the lamb on the throne, not the red, white, and blue. And I know that makes me sound like an anti-American, but I'm not, man. I love my country. I love that I have the freedom to, like, that's the beauty about America is that I have the beauty and I have the freedom to worship here and do that because we don't have the freedom to do that in other countries. There's men and women, brothers and sisters right now that are in Afghanistan that are getting killed because of it. So I, I don't take my freedom here lightly, but I also don't want to put my freedom on the altar and worship that freedom. I want to worship Jesus. I want to put Christ in the forefront of my life, and I want to make sure that my brothers and sisters are connected into a biblical church rather than being connected into this ethereal, um, foggy idea of patriotism. And and we we love our country, and we love you know certain political candidates more than we than we talk about or love Jesus. Like, listen, I, I, I am a conservative, but I am a biblical conservative. Like, if we spent as much time studying God's word, pursuing holiness, longing for men and women to be saved, evangelizing as we do, talking about our political views on social media, like, what would that look like? Now, listen, I, I'm the first one to admit I've been the guy that's done that. I've gone online and I've had political rants. And listen, I'm repenting on this podcast right now. I'm repenting of that and saying, listen, what matters at the end of the day is Christ is exalted and we must pursue the gospel and we must have the gospel at the foundation of the foundation of our lives. Like this has to be talked about because I I fear what was happening is that there is such a focus and there's such a a turn in Christians today to, to be just taking up the mantra of, uh, of, you know, religious freedom that we forget what our religious freedom is for, to worship Jesus, to put Christ at the forefront of everything that we are to do. And we're like, here's the deal, like we're living in the midst of being worried and anxious and we're freaking about every, we're freaking out about everything. well, Jesus said in Matthew chapter six, he gives you very specific things here, therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, nor what you 're going to put on your body. So he, he gives us unpacking here <clears throat> now, don't worry about what you're going to eat, don't worry about uh, what you're going to drink, what you're going to wear, like don't don't do these things. And then he gives examples about the birds in the fields, how they neither sow nor reap if their heavenly father feeds them, are you not more valuable than you, than they are? Like, listen, you're more valuable than the birds. You're more valuable than animals. And God's, God's taking care of those, those things. God's taking care of the birds. God's taking care of all these things. Why would God not take care of his children? Like God will take care of his children. So he says, he continues and says, listen, don't be anxious about these things. Therefore, verse 31, therefore do not be anxious, saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles, or the lost pagan world, thinks about these things. Like, why are you being anxious about tomorrow? What might happen? Like, the government might be taken over. Okay. Here's the thing. I, I, if Christians would just stand up on biblical principles and just preach the gospel and not, not cower to... You know the government authorities and just preach regardless of what comes guess what men and women would be saved we'd see the kingdom advanced we'd see the kingdom of God advanced and the kingdom of God is all that matters like that's what matters is that Christ's kingdom is is propelled into the areas in which we are a part of. We are ambassadors. Scripture says that you and I are ambassadors and what does an ambassador do? We represent a kingdom. We represent a governing authority. And who is that governing authority that we as Christians are to represent? We represent Jesus Christ. So, what does Jesus say? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek first the kingdom of God. That is what we are to seek first. We are not to seek first to try to figure out a way to get Trump back in office. We are not to seek first to try to figure out a way to to you know make sure the Constitution is is upheld. Like th- that's not a Christian's primary duty. Like, are those important things? Do we do we need to have the Constitution you know adhered to in our country? Sure, I don't disagree with that. But here's what we like: we can't lose the idea that Christians are to follow Christ first, seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, and then guess what? Everything else is going to be taken care of. All of these things will be added unto you; will be taken care of. What you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, what you're going to, where you're going to live, all the things that you need, you know, that we get anxious about. Don't worry about those things. And then Jesus finishes up; he throws this in at the end, in verse thirty-four. Therefore, don't be anxious about tomorrow. Don't be worried about what might come down the pike tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient are the days. Own troubles. Like, listen, we got enough to worry about. There's enough going on around us. We don't need to stress ourselves out about this. What we need to do is get ourselves on our knees and we need to pray. And listen, I'm telling this to me. I'm not pointing fingers at you saying, listen, that's you. I'm saying, me. I need to be on my knees. Saying, God, give me direction. God, forgive me where I've been sinful. Cleanse my heart of iniquity. God, search me and know me that I would be known by you and be loved by you. Like, genuine repentance. Genuine desire for holiness. Genuine desires for knowing the God of the universe. Because here's the thing. At the end of the day, in a million years from today, in 2021, guess what? The kingdom of God is going to stand. And you are either going to be in one of two places, heaven or hell. Heaven or hell. Um, I, I. This is. I want to be really clear. I, I, this is what we need to do. Sin is going to be judged. We need to understand this. Sin is going to be judged. We will be either covered by. for all eternity by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, or we will be handed justice by the sovereign king for all eternity in hell. There is no other option. There is no other door. Those are the only only ways, only things. Living under the mercy and the forgiveness and the blood of Christ or living in the justice of Christ. The only way we find mercy is to enter into the ark of safety found only in the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross alone. Repentance of sin and belief in Christ alone are the only answer. And I'm not sure why in, in the environment where we have this goal, we have a goal uh, to see people saved, we don't unpack the reality of sin and unpack the reality of putting up idols in our lives. Now, listen, like I said, I am a patriot man. I love my country. I'm thankful to live in America because guess what? If I lived in Afghanistan or Iran, I couldn't say these things without being put in jail. I mean, listen, there may be coming a day I'm gonna be put in jail for saying these things here in America too, because our freedoms are quickly being eroded. Because here's the deal, Christians are not standing up. We're going and we're consuming entertainment in our churches. We're not digging into the scriptures and seeing the depth and the, the beauty of God's gospel. We're pursuing other things. We're loving other things. And we're worried about other things. Oh, well, I might lose my job if I don't get the vaccination. Okay. Guess what? God's kingdom still stands. And I am called by Christ to be an ambassador for that kingdom. Whether I keep my job or lose my job. Period. Period. And guess what? You know what's amazing? What did the Bible, what did Jesus just say in Matthew chapter 6? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into the barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they are which one of you about being anxious can add a single hour to your lifespan like you said oh golly what what if oh man what what if this might happen which one of you by being anxious can add a single second single hour single minute to your life why are you anxious about all these things jesus says do not be anxious but rather Seek his kingdom and seek his righteousness. And as a result of seeking his righteousness and his kingdom, guess what? Everything else is going to be handled. So that's my hope for us today is pursue Christ above all else. This might get like this podcast might get me in trouble with some of you folks. But guess what? It's the truth. The truth is that we as Christians are called to pursue Christ. Not this country. We're called to have an allegiance to Jesus. And guess what? When we love Jesus supremely like this, guess what? We're going to want to spread religious freedom throughout our nation. We're going to want to have a desire to worship freely. But we got to stand on the gospel first. That's got to be our primary thing to stand on. If we're not standing on the gospel, preaching the gospel, then guess what? We're wasting our time. All right? Let's get after it and let's preach, pursue, love the gospel, and go hard for the Lord Jesus Christ. All right? Love you guys. Diversified Systems Resources is a technology company based in Bartlesville, Oklahoma that's been a business for 39 years. Are you looking for a stable employer, clean office environment, fun teammates, and a day that is always new and exciting? Then email us your resume today at dsrjobs at dsrglobal.com. DSR, we deliver technology.